You're listening to Profit Without Worry, episode 90. Today, we're talking about the one big question you need to answer to build the foundation for your business to be profitable. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Well, welcome back and thanks for tuning in. Hey, I've got to ask you, have you taken the time to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode? If not, it's super easy to do. You can go to your podcast app of choice and just hit subscribe or directly to the website at profitwithoutworry.com. And I'd love to connect with you. It's super easy. You can email me, michelle at michellelevans.com or hit me up on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Tag me and use the hashtag profitwithoutworry so that I see your message. Ask a question, leave a comment, or even just say hi. I love to put a face with your name and know who's tuning in each and every week. Okay, let's dive into the show. There are tons and tons of articles out there about how to create a successful online business. Tons. I did a Google search and there were literally millions of hits. And most of them have some pretty darn good tactical advice you can implement and probably see results. But you know what? Unless you're brand new in the online business space, no one has a profitability challenge because they don't have any tactics, right? I mean, nothing is stopping you from, for example, printing flyers and putting them up at every house of worship, community center, and library in your city, right? In fact, I recently... um, I saw in my own neighborhood, a new house cleaning service opened near me, or I don't know if they opened or expanded or whatever, but they paid a high school softball team a donation of $500 to take flyers out to over a thousand homes locally. They got coverage in the paper about how fabulous it was that they were growing their business by supporting the local team, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if they got any business from this. I don't know, but they definitely got out to a lot of houses inexpensively and, you know, our our little local community paper covered them and, I don't know, they probably had a little bit of name recognition there. But you know what happened? Other people took notice (laughs) because a week or so later, there was a dog grooming business that did something similar with the Boy Scouts and, you know, (laughs) I'm sure that we're going to be getting even more door hangers in the very near future as local business owners see, wow, these guys got all this attention for, you know, hiring the softball team. Who can I hire to go do this? And they're going to jump on the bandwagon. But here's the catch. I don't know if this was a good tactic. You don't know that. The copycat businesses don't know that. It's just something to get out there and to do to make the business owners feel like they're doing something to boost their bottom line. And I hope that it worked for them. I really do. But the truth is there are so many potential things out there that you and I could be doing that it's a bit overwhelming to figure out what to do and and how to do all the things. You know, you could print flyers, you could do a webinar, you can do tons of social media, you could do video, you like, you know, all the things start piling up. 
And it's hard to figure out which ones we should be focusing on. So let's simplify it today. Let's talk about simply laying a foundation for a profitable profitable business because it doesn't come down to all the things that we do. Instead, it really comes down to one big question. And that one big question is this. You ready? What problem are you solving? And before you roll your eyes, tune out, I want you to hear me out. I've been in business now for over seven and a half years full time. I opened my business, I don't know, like six or seven months before I went full time into it. And in that time, I've had my fair shares of ups and downs. And looking back at all my down times, times when I had a launch that just bombed or I couldn't find any new clients for what seemed like forever or, you know, that period in 2015 to 2016 when I did over a thousand sales calls that all ended in a big fat no. Do you know what all those times had in common? Well, I was selling something that nobody wanted. I was trying to convince them that this is what they needed because I wasn't in touch with the problem. And to be even more transparent here, usually I was selling my version of what another business owner looked like they were selling. I was trying to quote unquote funnel hack my way into success without doing the work I needed to do to validate that this was a problem that people actually wanted to solve. I was kind of like those local businesses here. I was jumping on the flyer bandwagon, although at that point I was jumping on a different bandwagon, but you get my point, right? I saw something that looked good on the outside that people were talking about that was really visible, but I had no idea if it was making money or not. I had no idea how people responded. I just copied it. And you know why I did that? Because all the researchy work, it felt like a huge time suck. I felt like if I took the time out, if I took a week or two out to do the research I needed to do to really validate that this was where I wanted to go, that I was behind the eight ball, that someone else would beat me to the buyers, and that I didn't really have time to do my homework. I just needed to trust these other people that they had done theirs. So I took the shortcut of seeing what looked like someone else's successful offer and I jumped on that bandwagon without seeing if that bandwagon had wheels or an engine or was even a wagon at all or was it just like, (laughs) I don't know, a, a box. Not the best idea for a profitable business. And I know that I am not the only one who's done this. Because I've gone to conferences, I've gone to business meetups, I've gone to, you know, monthly um, connections, I've had conversations with potential clients and students, and I get questions emailed to me quite frequently asking, how do I turn my marketing around? What should I be doing? What should I put in my funnel? How do I fix this? Because it's normal for us business owners to think that it's some sort of action, like If I just print enough flyers and get them out there, something's going to turn around, right? That there's some marketing secret, some thing that we need to do in order to get out there and finally have the tide turn and our business be, you know, fantastically profitable. And I will tell you, things like marketing funnels and having systems in place really work, but they will not work without answering this big question. 
Because here's what I learned from all my failures. It doesn't matter how many marketing things you do. You could market your little fingers to the bone from sunup to sundown. It doesn't matter how many emails you send, how many podcasts you appear on, how many videos you create, how many, you know, Instagram stories you do and social media posts you do and, you know, all that kind of stuff. None of that matters. If you do not solve a problem your audience wants to solve, I really want you to hear me, my friend, because this will save you a lot of wasted investment, wasted energy and wasted frustration. And more importantly, you know, when I hear people say, I'm just not good at marketing, it breaks my heart because the truth is you don't have to be a specific person or a specific type. Your marketers are not born. Marketers are made by people who do these three things that I want you to hear. Okay. So the key to a profitable business, the key to a business that attracts people where it's easy to sell what you've got are these three things. So number one, simply listen, listen to your audience. What problems are they talking about? What questions do they have? What products or services or experiences are they searching for? What are their frustrations? You don't have to be brilliant, my friend. You just have to listen. You just have to, you know, put your antenna up and say, look, this is something that I know that I could solve. Are other people asking these questions? You just have to listen. Don't be like I was, you know, in the down parts of my business. Spend the time to get to know your audience intimately. And when I say spend the time, I'm not talking like weeks and months. I'm talking like, you know, spend four or five hours getting to know them. If you spent, if you truly spent four to five hours doing some listening research on your audience, you would know them so much better than you know them now. You would know them a lot more intimately. If you spent 10 hours, you would know exactly how to reach your people. Know what they dream about. Know what they fear. Know what stories they've heard others tell, good and bad. Know what the problem they have is. And really, really like write down word for word how they describe that problem. Know what that problem is costing them. Is it costing them sleep? Is it costing them relationships? Is it costing them money? Is it costing them time? Is it costing them stress? Like what is it costing them? Yes, I know it seems like a lot. It seems daunting and overwhelming because it's so much easier to point to an Instagram story or point to a video or point to a Facebook Live or point to a webinar or point to a podcast. I mean, those are like the flyers that all the local businesses are probably going to be jumping on board, right? Yes, those things are all phenomenal to do and they can be really useful. But if you don't know what the problem that your audience has is, you can go waste a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of money, a lot of, you know, heart and soul in doing all those things. And you're not going to see it come back to you. And what breaks my heart is that when that happens, a lot of times people say, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, clearly I'm not meant for this business. And friend, if that's you, I've been there. I have been there. I've had um, in 2013 and in 2014, I had two big launches that I spent a lot of time and money and effort putting together that bombed. I've been there. I 
almost quit my business probably two or three times, like seriously almost quit, like almost accepted a job offer. And so I know how those stories can take root in my head. They, you know, could potentially take root in yours. I want you to know that it's not that you're not good enough. It's probably that you just haven't listened enough. And it seems simple. It might seem over simple. But the truth is when you really dive into listening to your audience, you're going to uncover things that you never ever could think of on your own because you're not living with that problem like they are. And, you know, honestly, until you can answer these questions clearly and with confidence and with examples, examples of people that you've listened to and talked with or seen their social media posts or read a blog about, you are not going to have a profitable business. It is as simple as that. You've got to listen and understand the problem that they already want to solve. Okay, the second thing is you have to validate it with your audience. And if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you've heard me talk about my mini offers, these little baby offers that are $200 or less and take two hours or less to deliver. This is how you validate your offer. This is how you figure out if you've got something people want to buy. And I was interviewed on Amy Porterfield's podcast about this. um, And I put together a little blog post. So if you want to go see what a mini offer looks like, go to michellelevans.com forward slash Amy. And I'll link to it in today's show notes as well. And you can see exactly what my mini offers look like. These are little baby offers that should be super simple to just validate. All right, as I was listening to my audience, here's what I heard. If I put together this little tiny baby offer, is anybody going to bite? Is anybody going to buy? Back in 2012, when I went full time into my business, I had visions of dollar signs dancing in my head. I'd read Tim Ferriss's four hour work week book, like, 10 times. And I was convinced that within a year or two, I'd be a multimillionaire by rolling out, you know, some course and having it just sell itself. I don't even know why I was so naive because I'd worked in marketing for a long time. I'd marketed oodles of things for Microsoft and dot coms and banks over the years. I mean, at that point, I'd been a corporate marketer for 16 years. But for some reason, reading this book, I just had these visions of dollar signs dancing in my head. And I created a course based on an in-person workshop that I was delivering at that time. And that in-person workshop, I mean, I was charging between eight dollars and $14,000 for it. And it was super successful to deliver in person. But I never bothered to validate that an online audience would buy this because my buyers for the in-person one were managers and HR people and, you know, VPs and stuff who wanted to train their teams. It wasn't the individual people on the teams that were buying it. And I never validated that my course would solve a problem that those individual people wanted to solve. I mean, they were showing up for a workshop that their boss paid for, right? So it's no wonder that I wasn't able to sell any any seats, like not one seat of that course. The only way that I was able to get back from that, the only way you'll ever be able to market your offers with confidence and to create consistent profitability is to first listen and second validate that your audience 
actually will take money out of their pocket and purchase from you. And, you know, when you're validating, it's okay if you're only charging $7. It's okay if it's only $27. Like, you don't have to be charging thousands of dollars for it. In fact, I really want you to focus on mini offers to mini, like M-I-N-I, not mini, like lots, Um, little tiny baby offers that your audience wants to buy to solve one specific problem for them to make sure that they will actually get their wallet out of their, you know, pants pocket or purse and pay you. Because that's the only way that you know that they're actually motivated to solve this problem. Try to sell a teensy tiny offer of what you want. See if someone buys it. See what they like about it. See what else they wish they could get from you or what other problems they have along these lines. Even get some testimonials. But above all, when you're trying something new, be sure to validate, validate, validate before dumping a ton of time, money, and effort into something that's unproven and untested. This will save you so much time and effort and make your business so much more profitable because in the process of validating, you're going to listen even deeper to your audience. You're going to understand because you will have gone through a process with them. You'll see, aha, they say that they have this problem and I solve this problem for them and then something else pops up. So I know the next thing. You're going to know what questions they have for you. You're going to know what fears they have. You're going to know how to market to them because they're going to tell you. So don't skip the validation. All right, so first we had listen, second we had validate, third, you've got to get some proof points. This is the final piece of getting clear on the problem your audience wants to pay you to solve, and that's getting some proof points. Look, you can pay a copywriter, you know, $2,500 to $5,000 to write you some fancy, flashy sales page that sounds good, that looks good, and maybe has, you know, an email series that goes along with it. But honestly, if you haven't done these things of listening and validating and getting some proof points, you're launching that bad boy on a hope and a prayer. And I've launched things on a hope and a prayer and they went crashing and burning into the ground. Because the truth is you need examples, you need stories, you need testimonials, and you need an approach that delivers results. These things do not have to take forever. If you really put your mind to it, within two to three weeks, you could have all of that. You really could. Trust me. Many offers, little tiny baby offers, will get you these. And look, I'm not a fake it until you make it person. I think that when I hear people saying fake it till you make it, I understand that they're trying to get people past the resistance and the fear. But I don't believe in that. I think taking little tiny baby steps forward is a lot better than faking it till you make it. Because if you're faking it till you're making it, then you're stealing from your potential clients and it puts you in a bad position as a business owner because word's going to get around. I am for diving in. I am for these little tiny baby offers that help you not fake it till you make it, but learn little baby step by little baby step. I'm for helping you create a framework or an approach to solve a problem that you want to help your audience solve. I'm for you creating something that really has impact on your people. I'll never forget going through coach training in 2011 and getting my certification in 2012. And I had, I mean, this was like a really long program. I think in all it took 14 months. 
when my mentors and teachers throughout that program, lots of different ones, some who didn't even know each other, they were telling us that we could coach anyone on anything at any time, as long as we had their permission, because we had coaching frameworks and that it wasn't our job to figure out the right path forward for them. It was our job to simply ask powerful questions and hold space for clients to explore and come to their own ahas. And I totally bought into that at first. I was new enough to the profession that I believed that. And thank goodness at the time, I was only charging $25 a month for two sessions, which is like, I don't know, $13, $14 a session. Like, (laughs) I guess maybe $14.50 a session, right? As I was figuring this out, because I knew that I was brand new to coaching, I had to charge something to be able to count my hours. So I was like, sure, 25 bucks a month, you'll get two sessions, it'll be great. Because I very quickly found out that one, that's not true. There are things that I'm 100% not qualified to coach on and that, that maybe needed to be referred to a therapist or needed somebody who had a specific program or something. And number two, clients were not excited to pay me even $25 a month to simply have me ask questions and listen to them. The clients I was working on wanted results. They wanted a program. They wanted exercises and action steps to work toward reaching their goals. They'd say, Michelle, what can I do to get clear on this? What can I do, you know, between now and our next call? And I'd be like, "Mm, journal, you know, otherwise as we were going through this, for some of the people, they would tell me this feels pointless and unfocused. And as hard as that, you know, was to hear at the time, it was so fair and really helped me see, you know, listening to these wackadoodles mentors that I had that were saying that I could coach anyone on anything at any time was actually stealing from my clients. And so when I was still doing a lot of coaching, which is probably the first like three years of my business, I quickly tested out a specific action-oriented approach to move my clients into the results they wanted instead of just having powerful conversations. And pretty soon I had over 30 coaching clients. Like I went from (laughs) who, and and these coaching clients were each paying me $150 a session. So I went from $25 a month for two sessions, which is like, you know, less than $15. Um, actually, no, it's not $14.50. What is, I don't know. I can't do that. I can't talk and do the math at the same time like $12.50 a session (laughs) to $150 a session. And I had over 30 coaching clients and I had to cut it off because I didn't have any more time in my week or month to have more clients than that. And, you know, the word got around. People were like, hey, you know, I want to get on your waiting list. That was awesome. That's what happens when you get clear on your audience, clear on their needs and clear on how you can help them. It's not about selling. It's just about helping them see that you can help them solve their problems. And, you know, I didn't even really have a good website. I definitely wasn't blogging or podcasting consistently at all. In fact, sometimes there'd be like four or five months that went by between a blog post, you know, but I had clients because I was solving problems for people. And then, you know, other people would say, hey, reach out to Michelle if you have this. So again, I want to ask you, what problem do you solve for your audience? And is that a problem that they want to pay to solve? That's the key to having a profitable business. And, 
you know, I'm on the third iteration of my business. My first iteration was some marketing consulting to big businesses like Microsoft and LinkedIn and other places. And then this coaching. And I started getting really burned out on coaching because I was on the phone all the time. So I decided to move away from that. And I was like, you know, I think I'd like to work with people who want to leave their corporate jobs and, you know, take them through a program. And I started doing that. And then I said, you know, I'm not so connected to people who want to leave their corporate jobs anymore. I'm not feeling that. Now I want to help people who actually have established businesses really figure out how to make those profitable. That's been the, I don't know, the genesis and the (laughs) growth of my business. And each time, the only way that I could pivot and find profitability again was by focusing on problems. And it took me a few times to learn that. And so that really is the key to having a profitable business. When you have an offer that your audience wants to pay to solve, all you have to do is go find them and show them you can solve that problem. If you don't have an offer that they want, you could be the best marketer in the world. You could have millions of dollars to burn on marketing, but you're going to waste a lot of time, money, and heartache trying to sell, trying to convince, trying to push, and no one's going to buy. All right. I want to hear from you. What questions do you have about today's episode? What questions do you have about listening, about validating, about all that stuff? Hit me up on social media or email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. And as you were listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these insights about creating profit without worrying their business? If you can think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? It's easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening on, or just share the URL for today's show. You can find that at profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash 90. And your friend can listen right there on their computer, tablet, phone, whatever. And don't forget to download your freebie, the five steps to profit without worry. You can get that at today's show notes or profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free so that you can see what it takes to create a movement with your marketing. All right, have an amazing week and I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place on another great episode of Profit Without Worry. I'll see you then.